You're listening to the Punk Theology Podcast. This is the kickoff of Season 2. Season 2! PunkTheology.com One day, the sun never grow You gotta preach it, you want to go You never once been happy with me Because I'm not what you want me to be, no! Hey, the gang's all here! Uh, it's episode... No, what? it's season two. It's summer. Season, season two, episode one. Or episode, episode 53, one. depending on how you're counting. That's right. Uh, yeah, don't do that. You, you, just, you just fried my can fucking it be 201? Mind. You can be 201. I'm hanging 201 episodes! <laughs> yes! 201. Welcome We're still at 201. Welcome to <laughs> Punk Theology Season 2. Um, it's basically the same as season one, only different. Only the second season. That's right. Maybe we're a little more refined. Uh, no. No. <laughs> we all know each other a little we've more. We've we're at that part in the social experiment we, where we start to get on each other's nerves. We've like lost. It. The honeymoon's over. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Familiarity breeds contempt, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're in the contempt phase no, of our, no, no. our relationship. No, we're too punk for that. Everyone else is doing that. We did have a band meeting. We did well, maybe that's we what did have season two. Russ wanted to record it. Sorry, we didn't. We or we, we did. did record it. I still have it in there. We could fuck you. We, <laughs> we could cut pieces yeah. out and just intermittently throw them into this episode. It would but sound that would like be another weird. episode that we've <laughs> that'd, be too much, that'd be TMW. Oh, too much. Too much work. Work. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. That, that should be more common uh, nomenclature. <clears throat> uh, Derek's neighbors are having a party in the back, so it, I, or I could lie and say well, this is recorded in front of a live studio audience. There you go. They can't hear it. <laughs> they might be able to. They might be able to. This is just sensitive. Can mic. you hear it? Send us an email. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Punk Theology Podcast at gmail dot com. How many emails have we gotten? And the giggles. Um, a lot of it's hate mail. <laughs> it is. But it's not even creative hate mail. Like, if you're going to send us some hate mail, at least be creative. Like, say some shit that's funny or something. Yeah. Yeah. Is your email really upset that we yeah. don't talk about theology? It's not the like. You're yeah, kind of upset that we don't talk about yeah. punk music. Our name is really confusing. You no, know, it wasn't even about punk music. Like, I could see if we're not talking about punk. Like, that would be a legitimate I, I, gripe. I was joking. Right. Talk about how not punk we are. Somebody said but I'm, I'm not. Like, that would be... Yeah, that would make sense. Meeting, I suggested changing the name, but... Uh, I agreed with you. Yeah, there's no traction there. TFW. That would be... That's traction. That and punk theology is good internet uh, fucking real estate. That's true. Somebody else has That's that true. dot com. It, it does. It, yeah, it's a thriving has. metropolis of <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's looking that up. Everyone wants to know what punk rock and theology have to do with each other. It still makes a noise. No? no, but you're not going to. That's a good segue to That's start a off fidget with the topic. spinner. Derek, what are we talking about? We have a silent fidget spinner tonight. Are we talking about a If you listen to the yeah. last episode, you'll know why <laughs> we have a silent fidget spinner in the room tonight. If anybody noticed the click, <laughs> click, click for 20 minutes. You're welcome. <laughs> Derek's like, oh God, it's 20 minutes. Thanks, John. Yeah. <laughs> oh, smoke. Oh, Maybe man. that's what's going to be. But it's not slow enough. It needs to be slow. John's making Morris yeah. code for Apparently. save me. Now you're just, now it's a bunch of, get out of here. No. It, my cigar Stay needs away to be from lit. my lighter. It, my 
The cigar needs to be. Give me a, a lighter. <laughs> so this is still clusterfuck. Yeah, please edit this out. Edit this out. Yeah, we didn't edit anything. Let's reboot the show. Let's reboot the show. Commence reboot of the show. Stand by. Rebooting the show. Reboot of the show is underway. Please stand by. Stand by. Rebooting the show. The Punk Theology Podcast, we are talking about, what's the question, Derek? As Larry King would say, what is the question? Larry, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was distracted. Larry, Larry King is not talk. He is like, the, no, <laughs> but he's the talk show, he's a talk show guy. Are we a talk show? But we're not a talk show. Anyway, just go for it. We're a punk something. We we're have not, to let something kick off. The time. question is, how much of you being fucked up is <laughs> just genetics that you have no control over? And all you know, and and we're doing lots of things where we're trying to fix stuff and fix past trauma and even maybe past lives and all that stuff. And how much of it is, oh, you're just dealt a really shitty hand. So I went to the doctor last week, and we were talking about my high blood pressure. And of course, he asked the question. So, do you have a lot of heart disease in your family? And I'm like, oh, I got everything in my family. I got Alzheimer's. I got you know mental issues, I got cancer, I got heart disease, I got it all. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> That's a good question. It's a tough question for me. My father died at the age of 36, never drank, never smoked, ran three miles a day, was very athletic and fit. Mm-hmm. Died at 36 of stomach cancer. My great-grandfather died in his early 90s, drank like a fish, you know, and smoked like a chimney. Died in his early 90s. I don't know what the fuck to do because I got okay. both coming at me. Clearly, drink and smoke. <laughs> this game happens a lot longer in John jeans. Hopefully, but, but I got both. I, well, in, in aside from those two extremes, I have <clears throat> both in my family people that live really old or people that die really young. Maybe I'll just be neutralized and die at seventy. That'd be okay. Twenty-three and me. Every DNA test. Oh yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, they I did. did. <laughs> see if you're closer to the long. Okay, range Steve, what's twenty three and me? Like I, I'm ignorant. Um, twenty three and me, you sign up. It's like sixty bucks. You sign up and you. It's like ancestry you, only. Yeah, for your DNA or something. They'll send you this little vial and you fill it with spit. Uh-huh. Okay, send it away. You masturbate into the tube. Well, no. You can. <laughs> I did. I spit. Directions unclear. Six weeks, you get all your Which head did you spit on? Fill tube with bodily uh, Tell what your genetic background is. What is your DNA? I'm 99.9% uh, Northern European, British and Irish. No, you're American. There is one, or it's 0.001 Native American, 
There is points. Okay, wait. What does what, that to do with your health, though? But you can do it for health thing. You do it. You add on to that. Okay. Those services are bullshit. It's been proven over and over. You can send the same DNA, and they'll give you different results. Oh, really? Okay, so it's I'll not like... Is that like carbon dating, then? Same thing. Not the same science, Chuck. Not at all. No. <laughs> carbon dating? But it, no, but it's bullshit. It is true. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I've heard that with carbon dating. You take right? the exact same sample, send it in. They give you... Uh-oh, but it's kind of like a figured language. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. Ken Ham card and put this it back in the back. This is where Josh says the Earth is 6,000 years old. And it's flat. Here we go. The Earth is flat. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a fucking globed Earth in with your own eye? Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> so, so genetically fucked. Is there anything you can do to mitigate? God, your we suck at starting episodes. I think that I think that stress has a lot to do with it. Like. There was a that is not answering the question. No, no. Well, I don't, I don't think that it's necessarily you're not necessarily genetically fucked. So uh, here's a couple. So of if examples. you have no stress, you live forever. If you have less stress, you're not going to live forever, but you'll have a more you're less chance of having heart attacks and strokes and shit like that go down dramatically. Like people in Asia <clears throat> eat shit tons of salt. And they have good genes. They live longer. And they, they have, have good genes. They have good genes. So in but also in Europe. In the in the mountains of Italy. So we all know what Italian food is like. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fucking carbon. Horrible for you. Mm-hmm. Well lots of butter, lots of carbs, lots of fat. Yeah. That's the American sausage Italian food. It, it is there too. Well but but there are there are Aspects in uh, there are villages in Italy up in the mountains that have been genetically isolated for a long time. Mm-hmm. They have magic genes. Mm. You go there and you test people, and that whole cholesterol thing we're worried about—you know—it builds up in your veins, causes you heart disease, you have a heart attack, you die. Cholesterol there, because of their genetic identity and it being so isolated, prevents cholesterol from even sticking to the walls of their arteries. Wow. They don't worry about high cholesterol. It doesn't bother them. That's not why they die. But what came first, the genetics or the lack of stress and cranking out? Stress has nothing to do with whether cholesterol sticks to your veins. Why do they die? I think it does. All the other reasons people die. Old age, just not from heart blockage. Correct. Correct. So, so, so when I'm thinking about the Gattaca future they're going to live in, I want my kids to have like non-sticky veins and (laughs) blood cells. Well, you've already determined that, so... I know, my kids are fucked, but hopefully they won't be. CRISPR. Hopefully then when they get to CRISPR, childbearing age, we can CRISPR our way out of it. Fuck you! Either that or we'll get crazy arms. And then it'll be all about those who get CRISPR and those who don't, and then there'll be geneticists, and that won't be talking about people who study genetics, it'll be people who are... Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie Gattaca, go watch it. Really, really good movie. Anyway, so the the reason this came up for me personally is because uh, I've got... All this, you know, I'm dealing with all this anxiety, past trauma stuff, memories, um, and was reading, was writing out some stuff recently, and the whole issue of me having really bad anxiety as a kid, having really bad nervous tics and stuff, came up, and I kind of started reliving that and realizing just how anxious I was constantly. Mm. And and initially I wanted to say, well, it was because of the environment I grew up in, and I started pegging it to all these environmental factors. And recently, I've been watching my son, mm. who has none of the same environmental factors, but he has exactly the same shit that I'm dealing with. And I went, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... One, it's something people don't even want to talk about. 
is the fact that that there's nothing you can do about that. Like, sorry, there's just you were born with anxiety, and that is not what anybody wants to hear ever. Uh, and it comes to, like same with like physical health stuff. Like the age at which you die, seventy percent of that is probably genetics, and there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. <coughs> you could go be the live the healthiest lifestyle, and and most of the factors as to why you're going to die are were what you were born with or what you were conceived with even that DNA was written and and there is stuff you can do but a huge overwhelming factor is just the code in your genes and that's why you're going to die and we see that all the time right I, I grew up with a, a friend that went to my church when I was a kid he was a year younger than I was uh, he was a monster of a football player he he could run a, a quarter mile in under a minute <laughs> And yet he weighed like 220 pounds in high school, and I played running back, and he played linebacker, and he could arm tackle me with his arm full extended, just hit me in the chest. And so Bo Jackson. Yeah. He was a monster. In his sophomore year in college at the University of Illinois, he just dropped over and practiced dead due to a genetic heart defect. Jeez. And he was healthy as the day is long. Yeah. But with regards to one's mental health, with what Derek's describing, I... <laughs> I, I, I've struggled with that myself as I observe my, my own kids, but my understanding is that the opinion of, of people that practice psychology and psychiatry is that one could be predisposed to a mental health problem, but actually having depression or an anxiety disorder is something that comes later that is learned. I don't know if that's so, true or not, but that seems not, to be what the consensus is. It's not a dualistic thing. Okay. It's not either, either or. or. But Both and. But what do you do with the fact that there's a significant amount of it that, like, you're just... <coughs> like Predisposed. Yeah, and what do you do with that idea? And Chuck and I were engaging with it a little bit, and Chuck said he didn't want to believe it. I don't even want to believe it. And I'm okay with Nobody that. Nobody wants to. Right, so but so then, like, dig into that, like, like what? We don't we don't like determinism in America. It's not it's not friendly with our. Well, our, I think that some of that's bullshit. No, Doctor Chuck, Chuck. What was the question? Well, why do I want? Yeah, to why does that bother you so much? Because it's bullshit. Because, <laughs> no, like, well, it's not bullshit, and that's the it's problem. It's not. Why do you uh, want to believe it's not I, true? Why do I want to believe it's not true? Because I want to believe that that all this, like, all my fucked upness, has nothing to do with. The fact that my parents had sex and I was born. Right. <laughs> Why? Why do you want to believe that? Because I want to believe that just... You want to believe you're fucked up from your own? Like, No, that's... Because if, if I believe that it's not true, then I'm not fucked up because of my own stuff. I'm fucked up because I live in a world that you have affected me. Or Russ has affected me. Or Joe's affected me. Or my parents have affected me. Not because I was fucking just offspring what, of What if it's both? Okay, I'm fine with both. Kind of, I'm not, but you said but, you didn't want to believe that. Ten percent. That's my line in the sand. Like I'm okay with like ten percent. I mean, I mean, but, <clears throat> you you were you were born with a penis. Yeah. Yep. And that's part of the ten percent. I'm okay with that. That was genetic determinism. Yep. You you could change that today if you wanted to. <laughs> I could. So in the place I don't like think this, you'd look very good as a woman. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. And there's maybe. You know, two directions that people most most people tend to go with this. One is I'm going to ignore it completely, and and uh, and the other one is 
that uh, I'm not going to go do a goddamn thing because everything's hopeless and I'm just going to yeah. lean into my genes. And those are the two opposite extremes. Nihilist, I think nihilistic geneticness. I think, honest. if I'm right. honest, I think I don't want to believe it because that means that no matter Genialism. what I do, I'm either going to fail at getting better or I'm going to succeed. And nothing no side I, conversations. So nothing Stop I can it. do changes whether I fail or not. Right. right. It's genetically predicted. I'm either going to succeed at A, B, and C and get healthy mentally or I'm not. And that's bullshit. But to me, to put forth all this fucking effort to work at your mental health, meanwhile I could just fucking sit at home, surf the television, and the same result would happen. Right. I think that's So if you see yourself at 80 years old, you see Chuck Gertis at 80 years old, you walk, Chuck Gertis is sitting at, Chuck is sitting at this table. Fuck, if I'm sitting in 50 years. (laughs) Okay, so I think it's more like this. You're 80 plus. Who do you see? No, I'm dead by 80. 70. 60. Who do you see? Do you see a different person when you're 50 or 60? Sure, I'm different. How much? I don't know. Oh, I've never really thought about it. Why do you see yourself different? Because I learn. I grow. You change. Yeah, correct. But what we're getting at, though, is whether, regardless of whether I work at it or not, I'm going to change based off of my genetics. I and I don't so. want my genetics. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. But they're gonna. I, I grew up with a girl who was born with a heart defect. She had like pig valves put in. Pig <laughs> juice. Yeah, <laughs> but, shit yeah. they did no, back then. It, they still. And then they still do pig valves yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And then you know she was gonna have as her heart grew, she was gonna have to have more surgeries later. Mm-hmm. And but her her. Genetic outcome was she probably wasn't going to live past fifty, even with all the surgeries. Mm-hmm. Do you marry that girl? Well, that's well the same no, place. but the real the, and, well, she wasn't supposed to live to be like eighteen, right? And then like mm-hmm. the, it kept changing. But my point is, is that you have like a genetic age where where like if unaffected by life, which nobody is, <laughs> you're going to have a, a range between a ninety and a hundred, sixty and mm-hmm. seventy. 40 and 50, and then, and then your living can affect that plus or minus based on your choices yep. that are going to go a little bit better, a little bit worse. You're not going to, with the wrong genetics, you're not going to live to be 100. So I don't, and with the right genetics, you're not going to die at 23 unless I don't you care kill about yourself. Length, I guess, is where I'm at. Like genetics doesn't, I don't give a shit based on genetics that I'm going to fall over dead at 50 or 80. I, don't, I could care less. It's not something that concerns her right now. It's the quality of yeah. my mental state between yeah. now and then. I get it. And there's kind of... Like, the effort. There's, again, kind of two ways you can go with it. One is just to flat deny it. Say it, it's, it's not true. Uh, the other... And the other is, like I said, to just kind of lean into it and give up. But the middle path is kind of the idea that you're accepting reality and kind of making a peace with it while still trying to work at the same time, yeah. and I think that's probably where the healthiest path is, is is saying, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that I don't have control over, and I want to get to the point where where that doesn't tweak the shit out of me, and that doesn't really bother me. Then I can kind of accept reality for what it is, but but not, but, but also that, not just accept it. Like still, but even still that, have though, like you left. still have to fully accept that. It controls everything based off of 
Not everything. Not everything. everything. No, it's just a significant part. It's about 80%. <laughs> yeah, just 80%. Yeah. yeah, sure. Even your outcome <laughs> is based off of your genetic... Well, lots outcome. of people are born with specific genetic flaws that cause them to have to alter their life to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Physically there are people who, you know, I can't drink milk or it's horrible. That's not me, but... You know, they're they're lactose intolerant. They simply can't do it. They can't deny that fact. The reality is there are some people who are more mentally stable and they can deal with more of shit bullshit in life than people who have other genetics that make them high, more prone to anxiety or depression or schizophrenia. But there's also damage too, like PTSD, for example. Like I'm not, not, not saying it's not either or. This is not dualistic. Those what not, I'm saying is uh, you have a genetic right. foundation on which your life is built on mm-hmm. that then is going to be affected by your life different than someone else who's going to have a different genetic foundation who can go through the exact same life and have a completely different outcome. Right. See, but that doesn't mean you go get help. You don't get help for no, and that's something what I'm like PTSD. No, and I'm not saying you don't get help either. Yeah. What I'm saying, though, is... I would rather or high blood pressure or depression. The question is, what do you do with the elephant in the room that's still there, though? Yeah. Do you deny it exists? You can get as much help as you want. But See, we, we talk about it all the yeah. time in terms of cardiovascular disease, right? Oh, <clears throat> my grandfather died of a heart attack. My dad's had three and triple bypass. His yeah. dad died of a heart attack. You can decide. Are you going to yeah. live a heart healthy lifestyle and try to exercise and do all the things you've done? Another you? fifteen years, right? Or pass the apple pie and ice cream, baby. Or somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and, and, start, and start saving for the bypass, because it's coming. Right. Yeah. Well, I think what, what Chuck's yeah. saying is, though, is I really don't care if I drop dead tonight in my sleep. If I don't wake up tomorrow, I'm fine. I'd love to die in my oh, sleep. No, death is, as long death is the easy way. We're not talking about death. I can yeah. enjoy this moment. Or, no, Chuck yeah. wasn't talking about death. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chuck was talking the, about quality of life. Just yes, the it's the quality. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I don't want to... you're talking about life. <clears throat> you know, and when I continue to think about this, I really don't want to just ignore the elephant in the room. Right. That's not healthy. Right. At all. Yeah. I mean, it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really like to think about it. Right. At all. I mean, it hurts. And ideally, it'd be nice to get to the point <clears throat> where you could think about it and it doesn't hurt. Yeah. And that seems like the better target to aim for. So you're not giving up and you're not ignoring it. You're wrestling with it until it gets to a point where it doesn't... But a part of me can't do that, though. Why or Because it's... I won't allow myself. Um, what are you afraid I, of? Afraid of whenever I start to think about it, it's never going to get to the point where I can't just be okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to continue to go down the dark path. I'm going to continue to... So there is something to be said for the fact that you can't change your genetics. Mm-hmm. But you can change your lifestyle in response to just understanding that. Yeah. Um, my 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 grandmother has all had Alzheimer's. It was horrible to watch. Mm-hmm. We don't know a shit ton about that. I don't know how to fix my life to like make me not susceptible to Alzheimer's. Um. But what I do know in my family is that whatever the fuck happened to my mom. She needed to hold on to something to get her through the rest of her life. For her, that ended up being just abject, like, cultish devotion to super, super conservative Christianity. 
and that gets her through life. <laughs> and she holds on to it like it's her dying life raft. Everyone needs a coping mechanism. And 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 that and that and that is exhibited itself in horrific ways in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And now I have to deal with that. Yeah. When I think about that and I go, I, I and you, you could hear it in the way that I said it. Something happened in my mom's life that made her need that. Yeah. Because I don't I don't believe it was genetically there because I don't feel that same thing in me, but maybe it was. Maybe I just didn't inherit that from her. But she basically seeded all of her own rationality, all of her decision making to be, to just being told how to live her life by other people. Yeah. She makes zero decisions on her own. It's easier that way. Yeah. From one from, from one aspect perspective, from, yeah, perspective. from her perspective. I think right. alcohol is a good example of, of what you just said about whether it's Christianity or alcohol. There was this song by Cinderella, the band Cinderella, like uh, what what gets what gets you by. Um, oh, I can't remember, but it's it's an awesome tune. Whether it's some people read the Bible because it's given them a thrill, um, whether it's alcohol or a pill, we all need a little something. That's what it's called, and. Alcohol is one where, so I have a genetic, and, and so here's here's the science around it. Because for a long time, AA people have been saying that alcohol is a gene, or alcoholism is a gene. And if you ever take a sip of alcohol, you're going to go off the deep end, and you'll never be able to, right? Which is bullshit. I call bullshit on that. Um, because I'm not drinking myself unconscious anymore. Well, wait, though, is that bullshit, though, exactly? Because some people definitely have a genetic well, here's, here's what alcoholism. The, no, it's actually a genetic disposition towards impulse control. Okay, fair enough. Okay. So impulse control can be a lot of different things. It can be concerned. But yet alcoholism isn't it can be alcohol. The only, it's the only substance that you can't just quit cold turkey. No, you're right. Or heroin. Or no, heroin you can't. No, you'll go, yeah. into, you'll go into withdrawals. You get the DGs with Correct, alcohol, but it won't, and it cocaine. It won't kill you. I was I was a I was a cokehead and a meth addict and, and I went through. It won't kill you. It won't kill you. Whereas alcoholism detox will. Yeah, yeah. I think that. And yeah, again, you you get you have to wean yourself down off. And I feel like you're that's trying point. to define it dualistically. And and I think honestly, every person. No, I think the world this. is trying to define it dualistically, and I think impulse control is a better way of describing what alcoholics are dealing with rather than alcohol. Does that make sense? Mm, no, I think it's a chemical no, thing, dude. No. But even then, I don't. It, it's not yes or no, right? It, it's it's on a scale. Like yeah. every person has within them a percentage, and some people ninety percent of it is genetic, and ten percent of it is is something else, and some people, you know, five percent of it is genetic. Right. And, and it's not. It's not a. And and there's no way of telling for sure. I, I like to put it this way. The monkeys, Derek. Let me put it this way. The monkeys and the alcohol. Tell that. That's good. Hold on a second. Let me put it this way. I have yet to meet a meet a diehard addict of anything that I've actually gotten to know that doesn't have a shit ton of baggage driving them to their addiction. <clears throat> yeah. I simply don't. You simply some of it is like. So right. we've mapped the human brain, and there is genetic markers for impulse control. It's the reason why people, gambling addicts and sex addicts, can go to rehab and have their insurance pay for it, because that's the one. But what thing. does that mean? That means that there's scientific evidence of a genetic marker. But what does that mean? Control. You have it. What does it mean to you? What does it mean? It means that I have to. St- I have to be. Everyone has impulse control problems. Eh, not so, to, so, not to the so if you have that, the ge- it, right, right, what degree? 
What's the difference? There's gradations. Where's the line? There's gradations. I think it depends. What is it's like twenty percent worse? It's ninety percent worse. It depends on stress. I think it's five thousand percent worse. It depends on stress and, and life experience. So the thing that John's referring to is I think it was Fiji. It's some <clears throat> tropical island somewhere where there's a huge monkey population. Uh, and they steal drinks from tourists. Which is <laughs> hilarious. And, and, yeah, and like, and like, they get really, really. <laughs> Hashtag alcoholic monkeys. They get. It's a really cool video, actually. There's a whole documentary. <laughs> They're on. apes just like you. Yeah, and they uh, <laughs> and they get really aggressive and steal. And so they went and did this basically survey and figured out, like population wise, which monkeys did what. And about twenty five percent of the monkeys took one drink once and never did it again. Just no interest whatsoever. 50% of the monkeys would be con- what you'd consider casual drinkers. They have a drink or two a week. And 25% of the monkeys had an absolute problem with it. Like, could not stop, were super aggressive, were 100% addicted to it. And those numbers almost exactly fit humanity mm-hmm. to the T. So. Well, you know, we were drive for monkeys. <laughs> well, and I like what Arthur said, though, that about the trauma causes the addiction. Right? Drives it. You hadn't meant to? It drives it a lot of it. Yeah, so if, if you're genetically <laughs> predisposed, you throw trauma into the fire? Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, and that, again, is just part of the big cocktail. Right. And then, and then asking someone... First of all, you don't know internally which is which. Right. You're never right. going to know. No, no, absolutely. Um, and... Uh, but you really need to deal with both sides of that. Um, and what do you and, mean you don't know? Like you don't know how much of that is genetic and how much of it is environmental trauma. Nature, nature. Like if I asked you, like what percentage of it is is genetic, what percent of it is like there's just no way to peg. Today we're aware of it. People know. Yeah, but it's not like people are like. Yeah, I have an addictive personality. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's not like pegged very. Like it's somewhere between five and nine yeah, percent. Saying you have an addictive personality, I don't think answers the question on how much of me using alcohol to numb my traumas versus me just using alcohol to numb out because I have a genetic marker for an addictive something. You're, you're not in the shit 25%. Or I could be. You're not. <laughs> you, you got enough trauma... If you were fucked, dude. We, you're, you're like, we know. We know. I, I, you're right. I've no, met those I'm, who do. I'm the, you yeah. ain't that. I'm in the one, you're right. I'm in the 1%. I don't need fucking drugs and alcohol to numb myself. You got the disassociation. I have my, I have my brain. It does a wonderful job of it. So, yes. But it did protect you. Like, it got you through college. Sure. The yeah. only reason I'm alive today is because of it. It's short-term protected it him and a long-term fucked him. Yeah. It's have you, have you thanked huge. It? I did actually. Um, I want to say it was one of the processes that I did with Amy, uh, and that was really weird too because she, you know, she's like, "Well, thank yourself." I'm like, what? Like, no, that's fucking <laughs> stupid. She's like, yeah, "Yeah, is it? Thank yourself for doing this." I even did it when yeah. when I had fucking spaceman quote in me or whatever the fuck that was. Um, it was just like thank thank this thing for taking care of you. And until it, it's no longer needed. And I'm like, that's horrendous. Like that. Why would I thank any of that? Like that sounds fucking stupid. Does it still? Does it still sound stupid? Yeah. Okay. You recognize how it served you and kind of protected you and saved you. Yeah. So no, it doesn't sound stupid. It's still weird. It did at the time. Yeah. yeah. It was, well, it was a new idea. Correct. But that. Yeah. That's a new ideas always are dumb. 
<laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but they're either dumb or they're the best thing ever. But that's what's good about all your problems. And you're not allowed to use them. <laughs> yeah. That's what's good about having friends Let me tell you to talk to that stuff about, too. Yeah. You know, and then we get to the, the Rat City experiment. So the Rat City experiment, so that, that, that goes into the monkey experiment because how many of these monkeys were going out getting wasted and then going back to their little monkey huts isolated watching Netflix and playing on their video games without other monkeys around? 25%. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the Rat City experiment said that, you know, they gave the rats heroin water and fucking water water and because they had a city of rats... The, the outcomes were very different than isolating one rat, sticking him in an aquarium, and he would just drink the heroin water until he died. The rat city experiment said that rats won't do that. But then they said, well, that's not people. People aren't rats. So they looked at the Vietnam War. Like, we did this with the Vietnam War. People came back from... So everyone, if, if you went to Vietnam, you were given a med pack, and in that med pack was a large dose of heroin. You know, for it was it was, it was not heroin. It, it was, was morphine, morphine. morphine. <laughs> which is really really fucking good heroin. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually the opposite of that. It's pure. Yeah. No, heroin shit. is really no. good morphine. Yes, heroin is really good morphine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, shit heroin. For a while, it's the same thing. So uh, we're assholes. <laughs> right. So these guys are good. Heroin's more potent. I'm sorry. These guys. My point is, I apologize for Derek. He's a dick. My point is, when I got correct. <laughs> Much like the rats, when they got back to their families, no. most people stopped. I mean, there was very few people. They stopped less, using the heroin. It was less than twenty-five percent. They had community. The morphine. They had community. They stopped using the morphine. Sorry. Yeah, no, they, were, they were doing heroin too. Because once the morphine ran out, they were doing heroin. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what people are talking about now. So, well, then why is there a heroin epidemic in almost every major city? Because it feels States? good. It feels good, and we're, we're fucking isolated. Bills. We're a fucking isolated culture. Sure, it's because you do yeah. this. You stare at your yeah, phone. Yeah. yeah. And well, we're, we're, about, we're, we're, we're a mile media. wide and an inch deep. <clears throat> right. So, And again, yeah. like, that is definitely a factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not denying that. And then you throw genetic person. shit in there. Right. And it's like the perfect storm. And, and so, to bring this back to a 30,000 foot level. Uh, Too late. <laughs> What, we're already at 30,000 feet? To bring this down to a 30,000 foot level. That doesn't mean we're all high. Bring it back up. Uh, we what, got rid of the heroin wall. What this comes down to, specifically like with the genetic thing as an example, is what do you do with your monster in the room? It's like, so, so a lot of this, and this is where I usually have the biggest problem with the church, is a lot of people have monsters in the closet and the monster in the closet is always worse than the monster in daylight. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, and and the key from the church is don't ever open that closet. Just stay away. Mm-hmm. Just come over to our yeah. little group over here yeah. and hide. We're not going to look. We'll in the pray closet. for you. Yeah. We, gonna, won't, we won't acknowledge that you have a monster in the closet. You're shy. You're covered by blood. Come join this group imagination Ooh. thing. Where Nail it where we cross. just all pretend that that monster doesn't exist, but you're constantly thinking about it. It's constantly eating at your mind. Like, what does that monster behind the closet look like? Oh God! Oh no! But no, 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 no. Like, it's better if you just don't think about it, which is impossible to do. And in actuality, if you open the fucking closet and look at the monster, it's still scary, but it's like maybe twenty to thirty percent as scary as what your imagination did to you to that in the closet. And well, that's kind of where I'm going with the genetic thing. Is it better? To just let it 
sit and just look at it and fucking look at it and not ignore it anymore. Yeah. And just be like, oh. And, and to churn through it and to wrestle with it and then all of a sudden realizing, like, this is still a thing, but it's not nearly as bad. As Except that I you're mean. not the pinnacle of humanity. Right. Exactly. Like, I am not the most stable. I'm not the most good-looking. I'm not the most non-addictive. I'm, yeah. It's, I'm, except that reality exists. Well, yeah. where, where I go with it and where Derek kicked it off talking about his son is where I look at my kids and I... I love my kids, but part of me feels bad for bringing them into the world with these genetic predispositions. You know, like, it's like, gosh, are they, are they going to inherit the suffering I have? Like, I don't wish that on someone. And yet I, I brought their life into the world. It's not a guarantee, I know. It's not like, you know, full-fledged. Like, again, the, the key to parenting is not to project. I don't want to project that. But, the, but there's but a genetic there. component. It's an anxiety. It's a genetic so component. It's real. It's real. Just like high blood pressure might be, or heart disease might be, if if anxiety or depression is, it's like wow. Like I, I hope that these people I love don't suffer because I brought them into the world. That's where I go with it. But they're going to suffer, so no matter what, yeah, I brought them into the world. <clears throat> and so I think, trying to figure yeah, exactly. out where the peace in. I think that in my way of thinking about it, life is. But yeah. but in my way of thinking about it, it's like mental health is a fucker, dude. I mean, it, it's like be lactose intolerant or have IBS. I mean, something, but don't be like depressed or angry. IBS causes depression. <laughs> or the other way around, actually, right. it goes that other way around too. But I don't know if that makes any sense to people. But that's where I go with it with that elephant in the room. Have you thought about irritated bowel syndrome? Maybe. Irritable. Irritable. Derek, Derek, have you thought about helping your son Irritable. pull his monster out of a closet and show, like, show him yours? Yeah. And, and then help him to allow... Yeah, I mean, yeah, part of it is, is he's young. And Correct. And yeah. his ability to understand even what's going on. But yeah, it's... I mean, from the other aspect, it's really helpful that I went through all that shit because yeah. I know what it is. I hear yeah. that too. But, right? So that, that's like my entire goal of parenting is I have an ideal that I want to help my kids get to. And then the question I always have at any given moment is, is now the right time to help them figure that out? Figure, figure that out. out. And are they ready to learn something about that? And, and generally speaking, I think that happens at a much earlier age than most people think can happen. Correct. But yes, there is an age-appropriate level to that And also, question. what do you do when you try to help them and they respond negatively? Yep. I've had that. I had that with my old yeah. You just let it rest. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, you let it rest. I know. But I, but I mean, yes, you let it... That's easy to say. I have that. <laughs> I, I, I have that with my older daughter, my oldest daughter, and it's brutal. It's brutal. She has shit. She's not ready to deal with it. She doesn't right. want to deal with it. Right. It's like, well, honey, call me in college when you have your first panic attack. You know, <laughs> right. it's kind of what I want to right. say. I'm but... here until you're ready to deal with it. Yeah. Well, wait, so, so there's, I, there's... I'm curious about the ideal because I don't know if I have an ideal for my kids. But the, what, what, what are you talking about there? Like, do you want your kids to be racist? <laughs> racist. So not being racist is an ideal. No, because you're speaking in the negative. Like, like I don't want them to. Yeah, do this. explain right. that in the positive. Though. Yeah, say that in the positive. Like, like, like when you I say, don't want my kids to be racist. That's the racist part. Is the negative. You say what you don't want them so to be. So I want them to be loving, altruistic, or loving, accepting, caring, compassionate. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I got you. Okay. I want I'm, them to be self-aware. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got you. Okay. There's a whole, you know, I'm on the same page. So I experienced kind of the flip side of this. Uh huh. I, I think to a large degree, and I, and I think there's some people in the room that could agree with this and, and, and resonate with this, and I think maybe there are some listeners too. Are you talking to the microphone? <laughs> you- I, 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 I was not born with an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. I, 
us. Alcohol has never like had that draw on me. Like I. I can drink. Everything has that draw on me. Sure drinks. And <laughs> it's like fucking YouTube. I, I was born relatively smart. Hours I later. had to do zero work in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but the problem was I, I it was boring. <clears throat> school was boring. Right, and so I didn't yeah. get perfect grades because I wasn't a perfectionist. I didn't give yeah. a shit about my... And, and so like my test scores were way higher than my grade point average. Like I graduated in the top 15% of my class, but my test scores to get into college were in the top 3% of my class. That kind of stuff. It was just... Life came easy to me, and a lot of that, I think, had to do with genetics, and it also had to do with the fact that my parents weren't super fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like the I just, th- those two things came together, and, like, when I hear most people's childhood stories, I have, I, I haven't met someone who has, has had it easier. I, I mean, I literally haven't. I, I honestly think, like, rich people who had everything they wanted, like, that's worse on them than mm-hmm. my childhood, that yeah, I didn't have everything probably. I wanted. I, 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 we didn't have, we had enough to live on, but not too much. My parents raised me well. They gave me good ethics. They took care of me. I didn't want for anything. I was athletic. I was smart. I, it was easy. But the thing is, in the, in the American dream model, we kind of think, well, and, and kind of the whole capitalistic nature and the way that we talk about, if you just work hard and apply yourself, you <laughs> can succeed. Right. And yeah, that just came to me. And then, you know, there were people that struggled in life and people that were addicts and people that uh, were outcasts. People and who were white or male. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I grew up, you know, I, it, was, it was the 90s. Everything that was bad was gay. Right? That, <laughs> that was a derogatory term, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, life, life was fairly simple for me for much of my life and growing up. That led me to believe that that whole model of if you just work hard and you apply yourself and you just shun the things that can drag you down and the bad choices that lead to alcoholism and drug addiction and whatever else you're struggling with, if you just work, it'll all fall into place. Mm -hmm. And then I also believed in a magical God that could fix it, so if it wasn't going great, (laughs) you could just pray and ask him to fix it. I wonder. it, 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 It got to a place where I had to let that go, where I actually realized, you know what? I Genetically, I was gifted. I was I was granted intelligence that I worked zero for. Yeah. I, I did nothing to be as smart as I was. The fact that I didn't have to work in school to remember everything the teacher said or what I read. I re I, I get to college and I met people who that just simply wasn't true for. Right. I could go through and all the material and I'd go in a study group and they'd be like, I don't know how to prepare this test. And I'm like, they're gonna ask questions, this, 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 and this. Those are the things you need to know. And they're like, how do you know that? I'm like, I just do. Like, I know what tested material, testable material is. Okay. And, and I realized that people simply didn't always have that. And I realized that people had lifestyles and, and they had childhoods that led them to have a more difficult life and have different struggles. And they struggled with genetics that I didn't have that led them to be more addictive or weren't as intelligent or whatever. It came easy and it, and it took a while for me to let go of that model that said if you just work hard... It's just not that simple. Yeah. So, so here's the question. So this is leads into something that and I... And it led into a lot of humility for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, dealing with a lot recently is, do you have survivor's guilt? Because <laughs> I have some brutal survivor's guilt that I'm st- still just uncovering. Because I had so many friends that did not have as nice a, a home life as I did and were not as genetically blessed as I did. And some of their lives turned out really shitty. And I didn't have anything to do with that, but there's definitely an aspect of me looking at that, and there's just this this burden that gets that I feel really strongly of like like 
This oh, could be a topic for another episode. Yes, that would be a good topic. But I don't have. I, I have a genetic predisposition to not having guilt. Okay. I know. I He's I have so felt guilt. guilt. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I have I have empathy and compassion. Okay. I'm, I just don't have guilt. Yeah, and right. I, I, that that's He's, never worked for He's me. He's one third of a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good topic. Fuck you. <laughs> and I guess this is the part of my ten percent that I'm okay with, because I have great survival skills. Okay. I mean, I'm, and you would be on my team. That's good. Most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just at the front of my. The fact that you even have a team. <laughs> I'm the front line. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, you okay. catch bullets. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're you're a zombie catcher. I mean, it's your yeah yeah. Cool, I guess. I guess. At least I survive. When you got picked first <laughs> in gym class, what are you crying about? <laughs> you're gonna be out first, but Arthur, when you said about the um, the religious aspect and the magic, you know, magic God, magic Jesus, and I wonder if. A portion of my issue with all of this genetics has more to play in it is that I still have this huge belief on that I have a magic Jesus that he's just going to magically, you know, sprinkle his fairy dust, snap his fingers, or whatever. You still have all that? This bullshit is going to go away. You have that? I'm sure I do. Is that? Have you prayed for that? Prayed for magic Jesus? Yeah, for no, healing to heal. Um. I don't know if I've actually used those words, but I'm sure I have. Would that be genetic? How can that, that be environmental? Because you so, and it's you haven't asked God to save you from all this shit. So how that do would, I not remember it? Because of I'm very good at not remembering things, stuff. and it, it's bad. <laughs> I have my talents. Yeah, one of my talents is forgetting a lot of shit. <laughs> um, so you're a survivor. I, <laughs> yeah. I like some a, people need drugs. That helps. I had a down. conversation Sunday with my neighbor and the, this girl that I've been dating off and on, and she asked the question about our. I think it was our second date or whatever. And I'm like, we had one, you know. Fuck, <laughs> if I can remember, you know, she got pissed, and I'm like, fuck, like, you know, she's like, that wasn't that long ago, kind of thing, you know, like, I can't believe you don't remember, blah blah blah. And it, she got into some of the details, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember going here now, you know, like, as you bring it up. Um, but, yeah, I have a really good brain for not fucking, for, for filing shit away and not being able to recall it very easily. You could have had sex with all these beautiful women, and you don't even remember. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> You'd remember if you saw them, though. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. Oh. Uh, that looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think another good episode at some point would be kind of this interventionist God and lo- loss of the interventionist God. Yeah. You know, because that's something that's been very much a part of my... But I'm sure, though, story. that I still just have this... One of the cards in the house is this magic Jesus. That's Why is he going to fix it if you don't ask him to? Why is he going to fix it even if I ask him? Also, Because you believe he exists? Sure, well, but have you ever seen it work? Have you ever seen anybody pray for... Anything and it just magically happened. Yeah, for um, sure. It's called the placebo effect. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll throw one. I'll throw one out there. Where? Because I'm I'm why. a theist. Like I, and I would even say I'm a, a Christian, even though that word's got a shit ton of ton of baggage. But, say it with more scorn in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, don't don't wing your eyes. <laughs> right, right. I yeah, know it's hard because there's so many people that yeah, it's like oh my god. Oh, I'm a Christian. But so can you be the other group, please? No. Oh, 
What other group? Is there another group? Christ follower? I mean, should I call myself something? Yeah, Christ follower. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes part of me... other. It's hard to take that word back. Like, Seth and I were talking about that. Could we take that word back? Why do you like, want to take it's it got back? so much damage. Well, here's, here's my question. How about jesus <laughs> Jesus. Just Ian. take the first name. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I... This is his last name! <laughs> it's his title. So, here, so I'm... <laughs> I'm curious, based on some stuff that you said, Arthur. What was his last name? <laughs> I thought it was Christ. Isn't his last name? <laughs> oh crap! Like I've, I've been believing the wrong thing. Um, no, but what you said about Mary, Christ. <laughs> what you said about God and trauma, I think, are have me curious about about an anger towards God because you talked about that as well, like having this anger towards towards. Like I'm, I don't believe he exists, but I'm really mad at him. Like you've expressed if he exists, some. I would be. Right, but if he doesn't exist, <clears throat> then where does that leave you? Just living your life and everything's. Everything's what? Just living your life. Because it is. But here's so here's my question. And a lot of folks that I've met that are really mad at God, like it's it's more based on how God wasn't there or God let you down. And it's sort of like when you have kids. Like we all know, we all have kids. And if you have kids, you know that they're going to suffer. Yet we get pissed off at God when when we suffer. Yet we will judge God because we brought kids into the world knowing that they'll suffer. So it kind of goes into the same paradigm, right? Does that make sense? I brought kids into this world because sex is fun. <laughs> <laughs> but also... The the whole what's the question? The question is if God doesn't exist, what do you left? Where with? where do you land with just meaning of life? Shit, is it nihilism? Like where are you going with it? Because you said you're not a full blown atheist. You're kind of in the in the place where you're asking, like you're not you're not a certainty addict on the on the idea. So where does that leave you in in the realm of mystery? I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, I live with the question of if God exists how can I know who or what he is or she or it because right. mm-hmm. um, you went through some shit man yeah but if, if God exists so I, I was told he, he revealed himself in his bible but I have a whole lot of problems with that book and so Creation. at least the way I was told the book reveals him I certainly don't believe in right um I have too much trouble with the inconsistencies in it, mm-hmm. and I just don't think that the the world in which I have lived in operates the way that the Bible presents God as operating. So those two don't seem to be in sync. Right. So I I don't accept that as existing, and then I'm just simply left with the question: Then how would I know of a God that exists? And I'm comfortable with that question. Right. That's a good. Place so to be. I I don't worry about it. But what about the religious? I don't feel like there's an obligation. If there's a God, I don't feel like he he hasn't done enough to put any obligation on me. There's nothing I need to do for him. Right, but live your. But there's life. nothing that I have to do for God either. I'm in the same. Okay. Right. Can I ask you a question, Chuck? Yeah. What's wrong with believing in magic, Jesus? Nothing. So I think nothing's wrong with believing. in And magic this comes Jesus. back to something that Arthur said, <clears throat> where. 
What's wrong is relying on it to fix something that's, that's not going to get fixed. That's I think it's delusional. I have an issue with. So, <laughs> it's delusional, I think. It can be. So a different episode, though. Here's a statement. Christ can fix me is very different than if I'm not fixed, something's wrong. Right? Correct. Those are completely Those are two different statements, yes. Different statements. So what's wrong with just taking the first statement and leaving out all the bullshit attached to the second statement? Then I'm beg- I'm asking the question, why doesn't he? Yeah, so forget that question. Fuck you. Because <laughs> that, no, that, no, I got, me, I got too many things to, to lay his feet. Then otherwise, <clears throat> so that's that's where my questions it, to me. Then that messes with other cards in my house right. on what I was taught as far as God loves us all. He he will do everything for us. You know, it's. Um, I was just reading. Reading some bullshit when we were talking about why do I need saving? Things. What is he saving me from? What would you want to save your kids from? Nothing God's going to help with. Nope. What would you want to save your kids from? That might be one to think about. We'll Shut up! We'll take a break. <laughs> silence is fine. We're going to go to a commercial. Russ can't handle silence. <laughs> Not for very long. Silence is fine. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just have, turned the station. So, I mean, when I what th- else is on? When I'm I th- kidding. Can I talk? I'm kidding. Shut go, up. go, Arthur. Yes. I'm putting pressure on the. I will as soon as you stop talking. Go. Sweet. Go to the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take so, out the drink. When I, when I think about that, I think about the things that, like, for instance, that I wouldn't want to repeat in my life. Because I talk about, when I think about all the things that I've been through, I often yes. describe them as things that I wouldn't want to go through again, but I also wouldn't trade. Because right. what I've been through in my life makes me who I am today. Mm-hmm. And so I am cautious in saying that I don't want to save my kids from things. Because I could pick a list of, of my list of things that I would prefer they not experience. But the reality is, we live in a world that will fuck our kids oh, yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. They will get fucked. Mm. Can you not- I could make a list where I'm like, okay, as long as they don't have these things, everything's going to be fine. No, no, they'll get fucked by something and it'll mess them up. Can you not say, though, that you would be the exact same place you are based off of your genetics? 70% of you, at least, would be. You'd still be here. You'd still be who you are today. And maybe because you didn't, not, but if you didn't I, live I, because of my genetics, I'm your religious paradigm. A, I'm not a meth addict on the street. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And part then of it, and your and your right. religious paradigm fit you like a glove. Like it fit very well because Until of your genetic to the ground. Exactly. And it's that's beautiful, man. Like I don't, it, I don't wish the shit that happened to you it. on it, you. It chafed for yeah, a good seven because years. it's bullshit. Because all that religious shit that you grew up in, and I grew up in some of it too. I just so that's what's interesting about our past, <clears throat> because I came to God not looking for God at all, and you came, you just kind of grew up in it, sort of like I don't know, it fits. No, it did. It worked. I grew up in the Midwest in a small. It town. worked until it didn't. Like it was just a. It was just a myth or a construct. But the construct fit your life at the time, maybe genetically, just because of, you know, your ability to obey the rules or whatever. Do you think? I'm just curious. I'm asking. I'm not trying to... I, mostly, I think it just had to do with where I grew up. 
Yeah, conditioning. It was just, yeah, I mean, I, I grew but up. How many kids yeah. like me would grow up where you're at? I grew up in a town their where brains they... out. <laughs> like, fuck, I can't be good enough for this fucking god. Where's a shotgun? And I, get, and I, get, I, I grew up in a town where there's a nativity pie. scene at Christmas in the town square. On public right. property. Right. That, that doesn't happen. Even in my town. It does until one person in the town says, I'm a Muslim and that's fucked up. And then everybody's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> but guess what? I grew up in a town where there, in my town there were said, no Muslims. We're Fuck right. you! Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's that guy by the baby Jesus with the white bed sheet in Derek's town? In, in my town they said, do you know where you are? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> How dare that Middle Eastern man uh, show up, up Steve, in the nativity scene? Shut up, Steve's going to talk finally. <laughs> so Steve. Arthur, you grew up, you grow up in Chuck's environment. Who are you today? That's a good question. Mm. How the fuck would I know? Are you Chuck? That's like a seventy percent of them. Seventy percent of them is. You went through the same That's shit. That's my problem with the fucking. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's you good. grew up in the same environment, rusted. I grew up in your environment. Is it environmental or is it genetic? nature nurture? Yes. Nature. Why is that an important question? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I don't think you can. I don't think you can say it's one or the other. We, it's not. We, as in, I'm not, I'm not suggesting it is. Have to make it an or question because, and, and this is again, this is just where I come to. On we don't. If, we don't have to. Yes, we have to. No, <laughs> are you calling me un-American because I won't? <laughs> yes, make America great. It's in the Constitution, <laughs> okay? <laughs> this is audio, it's so not, you guys can't way. see Chuck wearing a trucker hat with American flag it's on. It's not a trucker hat. It's, it's not a fishing hat. It's, it's a fishing hat. hat. The only <laughs> it's got the mesh on the sides. It's make America fishing And there's an American flag with fish on it, which is kind of awesome, I'll be honest. You take fishing the, you take gear. Oh, okay. Fuck. Hey, go animal. <laughs> I like to eat <laughs> animals. Hey, those... I'm a <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, carnivore. You said carnivore. <laughs> no, I, I spoke correctly. <laughs> oh, Chuck's speaking, of can- <laughs> speaking of cannibalism, <laughs> I have been. So, have you guys? What? Have you guys read the um, the article on? Is it? Uh, Reddit? What? Reddit? Reddit? Reddit. Uh, where the guy had his fucking foot That's amputated? That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm very... I'm not fucking technologically Sorry. at all. Um, so, guy has to have his foot amputated. And he says to the doctor, I want it. Doctor's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Went through a whole bunch of weird shit, looked up. There's no laws, regulations that says he can't. Mm-hmm. So, cut off his foot. He takes it. He has a fucking party, cooks his foot, and his friends come over and fucking eat it. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, that is weird, me, man. I would say is that for real? fucking great. Not even getting meat on your foot, right? It's all for <laughs> me. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that, that is fucking punk. As I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, at the end of dinner, he said, like, oh, you guys have fucking enjoyed my foot. No, no. These are willing participants. Right, they yeah. knew exactly what they were eating. Exactly. <laughs> that's was, not that's not pig's feet. <laughs> that's, uh, that's I spoke correctly. Anyway, I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. Nothing. It's, it's a religious. Cool story. <laughs> it is a cool it's story. It's a cool story. Just write it down the fucking Reddit. <laughs> that's right. Fuck you. I haven't had cable in three years now. Awesome. I'm just gonna call it Reddit from now on. Awesome. <laughs> All right, go. let's land the plane. And land. No more turning away from the weekend.
Thanks for listening to Punk Theology. Don't forget to subscribe. To hear the bumper music we play on the show, search Punk Theology. Then, follow the playlist on Spotify. Wanna join us in being a punk theologist? Please leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you may hear this fucking podcast. Punk Theology is the property of Digital Audio Project, a limited liability corporation, who is responsible for its content. Don't chicken out! First of all, I plead innocent of all charges. <laughs> <laughs> Adams has left the building.